0: Welcome everyone to Rad Rolls. My name is Jared, also known as Dr. J, also known as Lonnie Haybear, but tonight I will be your game master for Starfield. I said it right, be proud of me. Um, I am putting our Rad Rolls cast and uh, Perennial GM through uh, something quite torturous. We are literally recording at the same time that Starfield releases. If you have purchased the uh, premium version, so uh, instead of playing Bethesda's version of Starfield, we are playing my version of Starfield. It's kind of like the great value version of Starfield.
1: Um, yeah, I, I can see that. This is the. I really want the Dr. Pepper, and this is uh, Big K Dr. Nat. This is Big. Yeah, big K, Doctor Nasties,
0: um, Doctor Skipper, Doctor Doctor, Mister Salt. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Salt? Okay, Salt Esquire. Ooh, Salt Esquire. That's a new drink coming this fall. Salt Esquire. Um, so we are currently playing through um, uh, a Starfield one shot. Uh, In celebration of Bethesda's new release, congratulations on getting it out the door, getting it gold, getting it released, getting good reviews, uh, last I checked. We will be using the Cypher system, uh, which is produced by Money Cook Games. Um, I'm spouting this off as though uh, you're new to the system, even though you've probably listened to three episodes before, but... Our players here, there's a lot that's been going on. So it's actually been a couple of weeks since we've actually done our uh, last session. So I'll do a little bit of a recap for everyone, which might be helpful if you are three episodes and three weeks deep in uh, this particular saga. So our party, uh, this consists of, let's see here. um, We need Astrid to log in. It's all good. So, uh, our party, which consists of um, plays XX, also known as Jason, okay. RCH-13, Astrid Harbinger, and Cobb Koufax have found themselves aboard the Freestar Collective Penal Transport Spartacus because they had committed crimes so petty and so um, uh, uh, ultra-misdemeanorous look it up, it's a word now, Uh, that their sentence pretty much entailed uh, community service. And the opportunity presented presented itself to complete that community service even before they stepped foot off of the penal transport in that the Spartacus had received a distress signal from a ship called the Internal Beneficence. And the uh, deputy... Uh, Cal Whittington had asked the party, since they were uh, triple-aught-level prisoners, which means they were the very, very low-risk prisoners, um, if they'd be willing to do community service in the form of figuring out what happened upon the eternal beneficence in exchange for commuting their sentence. And there's going to be a couple of ways for them to do that. They could figure out what happened aboard, they could potentially find uh, salvage, that is if the the ship was derelict and they would have salvage rights. If they found some sort of uh, valuable salvage, they might be able to use that to barter for commutation of their sentence. Or if they could get the ship back in working order so the Freestar Collective could eventually pick it up, they could use that as kind of a bargaining token to uh, commute their sentence. Once aboard the Eternal Beneficence, uh, RCH 13 made it abundantly clear what their plan was, since it seemed as though the punishment for their crime was going to be pretty severe. Uh, compared to everybody else's. So RCH-13 with more proverbial skin in the gang. Um, The party was able to explore the main engine room, uh, as well as the uh, central crew quarters, and a little bit of the logistics wing. And when last we left our heroes, and I use that term very loosely, uh, they were scouting things out in the... uh, logistics um, section of the ship. They had uh, accessed cameras for the um, three cargo bays within the ship and uh, because of a uh, amazing intuitive role from Copcofax, we were able to determine that this ship was in possession of some uh, non-quarantined contraband. And with that, Hopefully I've done a okay job of uh, recapping things from here on out for those of you who haven't played for two weeks or started listening three weeks ago or decided to jump in with this episode, if so, thank you, uh, but definitely want to try to catch that first half of the, this thrilling adventure, if so. Uh, with that, I will um, shut my mouth and I will allow the players here to
2: enjoy Well, here we are. Yeah, so, guys, uh, I just put these pictures in my Discord server, and um, nobody recognized these dead guys, so I don't think they're, like, all that important people. I think we can just kind of, like, move on um, and get, like, the salvage stuff. I don't I don't really feel like we got to worry about these people. Like, nobody has even heard of them. They have, like, no following online, so... And I know that, like, applies to a lot of you guys, too. I'm not trying to say that, like... Just because you guys don't appear online, that you're not important. Like you totally are, but I'm just saying that you know, um, we're not really like this. Isn't gonna increase my view count, So can we can we move on from this and 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 kind of get like I got to get some more views. Um, I'm falling out of the rankings today, so uh, we need to like move the show. We got to get going, guys. Kid, these were these were people sure incredibly nerdy
3: and unathletic people but they were people show some respect
1: Uh, RCH kind of steps into the room um, because he was I guess doing engine stuff right before and um, looks at everybody and says alright guys so here's a great logic puzzle Uh, we're supposed to get a ship running and um, we have four dead people um, who are in the ship and uh, how are they going to help us get the ship running Answer, they're not. You guys are fucking idiots walking around here trying to figure out who's died when really we should be figuring out how this ship runs.
4: Uh, Counterpoint. um, These people and they were people, not things, not viewer count. Well, but when they were alive, they may have been somebody's viewer count. But they are important. I actually think it's more important to find out what killed them because it might kill us? So if for no reason other than self-preservation, maybe we should try and figure out what killed them and do something about that first.
2: Uh, well, I already I, told you guys, I can't have any more like death on my content. I'll get another content flag, okay? So I can't have you guys dying.
4: Uh, thanks, I guess?
2: Listen, there's uh, something we really should
3: be paying attention to, is that I got two words for you guys: exotic meats. The uh, ship was transporting exotic meats. That probably means this ship, like, was involved with some shady stuff with some shady people, and they might come looking for their exotic meats. Because if I know rich people who love exotic meat, they're gonna—they want their fix. They're rare, you know, tiger bears. I don't know what they're eating, but uh, I, I think someone might come looking for this cargo. So I don't know I, if that makes it more valuable or more dangerous.
4: I, I hate to say it, considering I don't know any rich people at all in any way, shape, or form. Um, but you might have a point. So, uh, so we have three things to do. We need to figure out what happened to the crew. We need to make the ship go brr and we need to make sure that nobody follows us.
0: I just had this thought of uh, Cobb's exotic charcuteries.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now with ox milk.
3: Listen, I had an endorsement deal with an exotic meat company. One, it didn't. It didn't pan out because not everyone, you know, everyone thinks they're gonna get the next like uh, fried chicken. but No, they're gonna. Get, they sometimes they end up with like the next like fried cuttlefish. You know where that went? Nowhere. Nobody wanted that.
4: You know, I, I hate to say it, that for people who are really ultra rich, they probably do stuff like uh, pay somebody to clone uh, a, a like a piece of themselves that they can eat just. Because then they can be uh, a cannibal without actually doing anything wrong. Um, That's That's probably the most... That's some freaky shit. (laughs) Well... That's weird. Yeah, it's weird, right? You know people like that? Um, No, 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 no. Read it in the book. Yeah, absolutely. It just... That something, something that was on a like a um, it, it it was like on a Tumblr post or something I read one time. Okay, we should probably go uh, and find. You know what? Uh, let's figure out if we can find whatever made these guys suffocate.
3: Oh well, well. Also, a uh, robot, Mister Mister Robot, uh, in one of the cargo bays. There might be some more robots. They they could maybe help you get the ship running.
1: There. You mean to tell me that there are more robots in the I cargo
3: mean, bit oh there's like uh what, the starboard uh, cargo uh like um i don't know mechanical bits could be could be robots i don't know it's not really my thing well it's okay, not uh, like a, there's a, there's robots
4: a... know every other robot guys it's not like it's it's not like they're super close and they have each other like tagged in photos that's oh, great. Let the slave
1: over. owner let the slave owner decide what robots know and don't know. That would be perfect for my day. Instead <laughs> of just trying to figure out what's mechanical bits and what I think this this guy is calling robots. Robots. Uh, how do you guys say it? Robot. Robot. Uh
4: I just call them by their name, if they have a name.
3: What if you don't know their name?
4: Then I say, excuse me, mister, uh, what's your name what would you like to all be right
3: called? first of all you you call a robot mister i mean that's going a little bit too far right
4: well if like- they identify as as female or non-binary well it's kind of the robots generally don't anyway yeah okay we're i we're kind of burning time here we should probably go right like we we, we should go uh I, i'm i'm gonna go <laughs> and she's just gonna start walking towards one of the uh, locked rooms
0: okay so uh you work your way towards the front of the ship so there's this hallway right here that's kind of a a, a t-junction if you see there yes. um so all three of these, uh, and you can use checkoff to kind of confirm this, but these are the the starboard, the central, and the port cargo holds. And those are numbered one, two, and three on the map. You can also see at the very fore of the ship is kind of like another um, docking bay type thing. So for someone who's uh, uh, probably really good if you are like on a dry dock, because it has really good like... Uh, three meter wide access to load and unload uh, the cargo as needed it's it's Um,
4: like a bombay door yeah
0: (laughs) yeah, pretty much it's just uh, on the front but you can do things like that on spaceships it's pretty cool hell yeah um you are pretty sure that that door is going to uh, give you access to the vacuum space and may not necessarily be the best course of action.
4: Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna touch that. Uh,
0: these other three doors, however, um, are locked. Uh, they don't have like the motion sensor, touch your hand door opens anything like that. You try it and you kind of get like an access denied um and Chekhov's able to translate that but uh it's basically saying and you try all of them that all three of these doors are locked uh
4: one of these door, two of these doors are cargo one of them leads to an area that was turned into like a um according to the layout it's a uh, area for the crew right
0: um yeah so the the best you can tell from the video it kind of looked like a recreation area it certainly could be used for cargo but uh right now like if you could imagine just like a large space for like um imagine the room you set up for like your uh your your meta quest 2 or your your htc vive or something like that like you need some space for like your vr stuff Uh, There's also some uh, rudimentary, like, uh, workout equipment, kind of like a Bowflex-type deal, like an all-in-one-type gym situation. Um, Also, kind of the equivalent of, like, a dining quarters. So this particular ship doesn't really have, like, a dining room per se, uh, but they've sort of converted this area into something reminiscent of that. So think of just a general-purpose... living space common quarters
4: yeah so so yeah common area uh in close proximity to storage of items um that sounds like uh uh if there's if there's some place that put the crew in close proximity to something that killed them it's probably a room that they spent a lot of time in so i'm going to see what i can do to get into the uh the the room that they spent time in and also at one point was used for storage to see if there's like any i don't know osha osha violations or anything in there that might explain what what happened to them
0: space osha i'm not sure actually exists
4: well you (laughs) know
0: a lot of fuel well, for you know, inspection. It probably it, it really depends. I don't think Wayland yutani referenced Space OSHA <laughs> very often.
4: <laughs> yeah, see, and look what happened.
2: <laughs> see now guys usually like if you come across one of these locked doors and it gives you, like, an access denied, like, I've seen that you can, like, chop off one of the hands of these dead people and then you put that up against the door in order to, like, read their fingerprints and that's how you can open the door. So, like, I've definitely seen that. That's, like, a lot of games use that and I think that is probably, like, a reasonable thing we should try right now.
4: Does it have a handprint scanner that looks like it would work for a crew member's hand?
2: Um...
0: Yes. (laughs)
4: Damn it. I I hate...
0: Now, okay, so... Now, that said, that said, there is an entire suite of inputs on this door. So it looks like not only are there biometrics, but there's, like, a keypad, maybe a place for uh, the equivalent of, like, RFID or NFC, like, if you had, like, a badge or something, uh, maybe the equivalent of like a physical key There's Hey Archie,
2: help me drag this body over here Got it Let <coughs> me <Can we> drag <laughs> uh, the body over and just kind of Flop one of its hands Against the keypad Okay, so you are you taking the body from Room 4 Logistics Yeah, he's a robot, why not Yeah Okay
4: Um <laughs> Hmm. Well, I guess he's dead. There's. I mean, he's not going to take it personally. But um.
0: Uh. So you you try it, and it looks like it recognizes the the palm print, but um. Astrid, it's going to give an error that says uh, improper credentials.
4: Uh. Does he have? Do any of them have like um, IDs or uh, name tags or scan? Chips like is do they have anything identifying on them? Because I I know that the bunks had uh, names on them, but the bodies themselves didn't seem to have IDs or. We well, didn't really uh, check very thoroughly, so ah. Uh, okay, um, yeah. So uh, can I check? This- can I? I wanna. I wanna toss the body to see if it has anything yeah. on it, like a swipe card or
0: yeah so uh this particular body yeah so this particular body we'll say is female presenting just to help with uh, differentiation uh make me a um give me an intellect roll we're going to say difficulty two so you need like a six or better and if you have anything that could help with uh like checking the body
4: uh am i so i'm rolling a d20
0: Yep. So, D20, if you have any juice or any abilities, anything like that that could be helpful, that could Um, decrease the difficulty.
4: uh, I have one thing, uh, but I'm going to save it. Uh, Crack out a five. Plus two, so that's seven.
0: Plus two
4: for... Not great.
0: Well, so you're looking for a six and you got a five. I didn't know where the plus two came from.
4: Oh, sorry. Uh it's all good. It was, yeah. Okay, okay well so, um, I um, think I'm just grossed out because the body has gone like like it's like in the second or third stage of decomposition and it's just it's it's gone from stiff to starting to get floppy again. It's just really gross. It's like uh yeah, okay.
0: it's uh you you try, but something about uh there's a mental block. Like it just really like it starts to gross you out and you're not sure it, it's going to be challenging for you to handle any type of dead body for a little while.
4: Yeah. Okay. I've never, I've never seen a dead body before and this is really freaking me out.
0: And here's and your first great. instinct was like, let's check it.
1: Here's a great idea. This is the best idea that I've had all day. Let's just find the main computer. Every single ship has one. Every single... I've never seen a ship without a main computer. We can go there and it can just open the doors for us. It can do sure, much, okay. anything we yeah. want. We haven't been okay. to the bridge yet.
4: Yeah, the, the bridge, isn't it on the other side of the ship?
1: Yeah, so the bridge
0: is going to be um, on the other side of Seven. So if you recall, when you came in, there was a locked door to your left on the starboard side of the ship. Uh, it was locked. Uh, so you really only had access to the port side of the ship uh, and based off of the blueprints you got the uh, the bridge and everything is going to be on the uh, starboard side so we I... can carry that body um, to well, see uh... if the biometrics will unlock uh, that um... door
3: um, well, but a question for you uh, last session uh, did was I able to deduce that this person in ops was the captain um based on me looking through the, the quarters. Mm. I, I, I feel um, like we did, but I, I'm not 100% if
0: we established that, that that was this, my reasonable assumption. I don't know if you would have had enough information to determine who this was or what their job was. Okay. Um, you you know what their cause of death was, uh, and this is... Um, be, this is probably hypercapnia, so this was probably just, uh, like, carbon dioxide toxicity um, is what killed them. And uh, what, what what was this person's name that was in, in Ops? You don't know. Oh, uh, what you do know is that uh, in 5D was a storage room that had the foot lockers and you got four names uh, from the footlockers. So it's possible this person might be one of those four names. And those four names were Grace, Wilco, Dyson, and Raquel. Mm,
3: Could can we can we figure out if those were last names or first
0: names? Um, so the parlance of space travel, sometimes folks will go by first names, sometimes last names, sometimes like a cute call sign. Uh. So, and then, you know, like uh, Grace, for example, you know, it, it, you, you kind of think of that as a feminine presenting name, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it could definitely be a last name. Yeah. Uh, Wilco definitely kind of sounds like a call sign of some sort. Dyson could be anything. Um, uh, Raquel, that one's, I don't know, that one seems like it might be a first name.
3: Um, if, we're get, if we're gonna haul this body over to the other door to see if that works, I might pop back into the crew quarters. Uh, Cause there's one room that was definitely like a single person's room. Um, that my assumption was that would have been the person in charge. Uh, and I, I'll check it to see if it's the uh, stuff that would be in a
0: typical ladies uh, um, bedroom. You know, I, I might have to backtrack here. Which door did you try the um, handprint print on? I apologize. That was on uh, it, one correct
4: or no? I, I thought think. it was the door that leads to three.
0: Okay, so um, I'll, yeah, so I'll I'm gonna retcon this a little bit. When you scan her hand on one and two, you it shows improper credentials. When you scan her hand on number three, it does open. Okay, I,
4: I just love that they they've been weekend at burning this body around to every door to see which ones <laughs> will open.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for nothing if not persistent. This is my good friend Raquel. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: if, we're, if we're carrying a body around, we're carrying a body around. We gotta
0: own it.
4: So door three does open for Raquel's I, uh, scan ID.
0: Did I break the map? You broke the map. Uh, it looks like it's <gasps> nice. Uh, let me. I, I can fix it. Oh, I can
1: fix the it. The map is back.
0: Fix it's it, Felix.
4: The
1: it's the map. It's the map. The map is fixed. There's a lot of clicking. <laughs> I'm,
4: well, here what for I'm the clicking. It means stuff's happening.
0: What I'm trying to do is uh, make that door. Dis- oh, Ooh. almost. There we go. There we go. Oh, so wow, I removed I'm the So I removed the locked door for your convenience. Yay. Uh just just took me a little while to figure out how I'd done it before. How many locks did
1: you have on it, my guy? Was it
0: like how many?
2: T- twelve?
1: Fourteen?
0: There
2: 12, are a lot long. of keypad yes. entries.
1: Yes. Uh <laughs> yeah. It's um it
0: it was quite secure.
4: Excellent. Uh did there when the door opened, did we see anything like did we see water vapor? Did we see smoke? Did we see, uh, like, uh, a gust of something, airborne particles going in or out of the room? Anything that would tell us the atmosphere in that room is different than the atmosphere in the hallway?
0: Um, no, I don't think there would be any appreciable signs. And if you have any type of uh, sensor array that's kind of telling you um, what the the atmosphere is like you don't see any like random gushes of like oh there's more oxygen oh there's more carbon dioxide there's oh a toxic gas or anything Uh, the atmosphere seems pretty consistent Um, okay your uh, first impression of the room kind of matches what you saw on the video cameras Uh, this appears to be a um, uh, it's been converted to a training and recreation area Uh, There's some knickknacks and stuff here and there, maybe some random storage, almost like a a potentially a little trophy room too. just kind of uh, things that they've collected on their journeys or something.
4: Uh, Any of these trophies stand out as being particularly uh, exotic. Is there anything that is similar to something that um, Astrid would have seen on a trophy room wall herself at some point?
0: I'm going to say that what they have here is going to be a bit more uh, esoteric and personal value rather than ostentatious wealth, if that makes sense. Yeah, the- yeah, absolutely. So, um,. There's some stuff here almost looks like the equivalent of like an inside joke type of thing, but there's definitely some items of value. And um I would like for everybody to roll a D one hundred. All right. Shit. Backslash roll how do you do it? I forget Slash R space D one hundred.
1: There's also nice buttons on the left hand side of the map that look like a little dice. That's <gasps> what I just got.
4: I got a 99 on a D100. Uh, I
1: 11.
0: Lucky 11. So, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you got an item called Spy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, uh, what you find is. It almost looks like a uh, little droid similar to Checkoff, <gasps> but um, it is, I mean, yeah, like it fits in the palm of the hand, but you can tell that this is, a, um, even though it's sophisticated, it's pretty fragile. Uh, so, and, and I'll give you this for free, Richie, um, it really seems like it's used for covert operations like it can do some mapping and then when it's done it just kind of fizzles turns into parts decomposes that way there's like really no evidence of what's happening so uh, what you're looking for is an item called spy Uh, we'll call this a level five so uh, produces a tiny spying object that resists detection as a level eight creature which means it's super difficult to find. The object moves at great speed, mapping and scanning an unknown area. It moves 500 feet per level. Uh, So, holy cow, 500 feet per level. Uh, And I said it was level 5, so 2,500 feet. Scanning an area of up to 50 feet away from it. It identifies basic layout creatures and major energy sources. Its movement is blocked by any physical or energy barrier. At the end of its mapping run, it returns to the user and reports if it discovers a predefined target during its run, such as a creature of level five or higher, a locked door, a major energy source, or so on, it detonates instead, dealing damage equal to the cipher's level to all creatures and objects in short range.
4: Whoa! Cool. Damn!
0: Yikes! So you've got yourself a little um, palm-sized predator drone, <laughs> right?
4: That is um, that is scary, man.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for you Mm mm-hmm um say level eight i will call it a level five but yeah it uh it's treated as a level eight creature for the purpose of detection cool um let's see here we've got uh jason got a 39 this is going to be an enduring shield Oh, so Enduring Shield. So we're going to call this like a um, almost like a wristwatch type deal. Um, Once you stick this on for the next day, the user has an asset to speed defense rolls. So anytime you do speed defense, you get an asset which drops the difficulty by one. Okay. Uh, Let's see here.
4: all right, Kofax. just really quick. Does that mean that our gamer just got an aimbot?
0: No, the opposite. The yeah, opposite. So. He got he uh, got uh he got god mode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so Kofax got a, a contingent activator. Let's see what this takes the form of. Um ooh. So this is like if you can imagine those um, restraining bolts they used in Star Wars that they just like put on a drone. It's a little device that you put on an existing cipher. If the device is activated in conjunction with another cipher, the user can specify a condition under which the link cipher will activate. The link cipher retains the contingent command until it's used, for example, when the cipher is linked to a cipher that provides a form of healing or protection, you could specify that the link cipher will activate if you become damaged to a certain degree or are subject to a particular dangerous circumstance. So now basically whatever ciphers you have, you can attach this to it, and now it's a contingency plan. I so if I get hurt, activate. If someone gets mind-controlled, activate. That type of deal. And that's called a contingent activator. And then last, on a roll of 99... Oh, my.
4: Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> this is a... Um, th- this is an auto-injector uh, for some type of uh, experimental drug. Uh, but because uh, the Harbinger family was... Uh, dealt in pharmaceuticals you're pretty familiar with this research it's tissue regeneration um for the next hour the user regains one point lost uh one point lost to damage per round up to a total number of points equal to twice the ciphers level we'll say the cipher level is seven as each point is gained, uh, they choose which pole to add it to. If all the poles are maximum, the regeneration pauses until they take more damage, at which point it begins again. A tissue regeneration cipher can be used to regenerate a lost appendage or to repair scar tissue from burns and other tissue-related disfigurements. Wow. If the cipher is used in this faction, it only uh, it restores only 1d6 points over the hour duration.
4: Wow. That is, that is, that is nuts. I love so that. So you
0: remember Clark from Rad Rolls, the old knowledge? Flip.
4: <laughs> it's Clark Rest mode. Rest yeah.
1: That's
0: Clark oh, mode. Yeah. I,
4: already, I miss Clark.
1: Hey, maybe that's like the connected universe tissue, you know, like, the, um, you know, Elder Scrolls They originally, out, they originally
4: engineered this with, with nucleated, um, uh, right. DNA from uh, uh, little critters that you find on Earth. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I, this. Yeah, the, this is the kind of thing that you'd have in a, you'd have it in a first aid kit back home.
0: A bougie first aid kit. It's a
4: very bougie <laughs> first aid kit. It's like, oh, I got a paper cut. Well, I should deal with that.
0: Yeah, I don't want this to scar.
4: <laughs> exactly.
0: Um. You feel pretty confident that you've explored this room to its fullest. You find some of the, uh, the, the trophies and stuff like that that they've collected from their exploits and are now better equipped to uh, face the challenges of the world, or the universe, rather.
4: Okay, uh, but there's nothing in here that looks like in any way, shape, or form it could have uh, suffocated or changed what these people were breathing either through the air or through contact to suffocate them? Um,
0: No, you know what? Make me a um, we're going to call this uh, difficulty five for um, like intellect and this is kind (laughs) of like a perception check. Anyone can make this but basically you're just checking the room for any type of uh, of clues, any information, anything like that.
2: What was that roll? (laughs)
0: Uh, It'll be uh, difficulty five. And if you have any assets Or training or anything For like perception this will be relevant
2: Um I don't have anything for anything But I get to roll twice on everything
4: That's
2: pretty <laughs> strong So is, Remind me is that just a Do I roll just like a d20 What do I, what do I roll for that yep. our D20
4: Ooh Six Damn gets
2: there. Is that that was good enough? Yeah, you I'll get roll there. again. I'll do it. That's good. You get good. there. Um, you play a lot of survival
4: about, games. <laughs>
0: yeah, something about the countless hours of playing first person shooters and recognizing uh, reused assets. Um, <laughs> God. You recognize and, and it's almost like reflexively I, it's just sort of like this preternatural thing you've seen it in video games so often you see a bullet hole in
2: one of the walls huh <laughs> hey guys um are spaceships supposed to have like holes in them You usually not kid like like bullet holes
4: like that's bad right wait is that something we should bullet hole like a kinetic bullet hole like somebody shot a gun in here where I mean
2: that's usually what a bullet hole means
4: how do, okay I'm not gonna ask how you know it's a a bullet hole um uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna ask him to like point, point out like where 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 is this that you're seeing I believe you I'm just trying to figure out if maybe they <clears throat> shot something important somehow it's right here uh
0: so uh Jason will point out the bullet hole. Um the bulkheads did a pretty good job of stopping full penetration. Uh you can probably still fish out uh the slug however. Uh so it did kind of like dent into the wall and and pierce a little bit of like the first layer. Uh you could fish out the slug if you wanted to. Um it is about um for most of you it's about chest to shoulder high huh. which uh which wall is it in mm, we will say uh I, I'm doing uh uh Detroit become human like deconstructing reverse
1: crime scheming
0: yeah. yeah uh
4: en- enhance enhance we'll say this
0: we will say the starboard wall um, oh, out okay. of out of character I don't think the location is as important as the fact of as its uh, existence.
3: Okay. My thought was, depending on what wall it w- was in, would give us a clue of if it was someone coming into the room to shoot something or something coming into the room being shot at.
0: But if it's in that wall, that's a it, different story. It's in a wall that's like... They weren't standing their ground. They weren't, like, checking an entrance. Like... Somebody was in here already.
1: Hey, no, Cob. my Cob, thing. You? Here's here's my idea. You all are um, running out of oxygen, effectively. Um, so there's a great time to play detectives, and that's when you all probably have oxygen. That's just that's just an idea I had. So maybe we can play detectives, and I'll sit around and look at bullet holes later.
4: Oh, I didn't know you cared. That that's so sweet.
1: He doesn't care. He just needs us to help fly the ship. Oh, exactly. Right. Somebody gets it in here. Someone gets it. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, get us onto the bridge then.
4: Okay. Uh, and also, Cobb. I'm just going to ask really quick. None of the bodies actually had like big holes in them that weren't supposed to be there, right? Like none of them had been shot. There was no blood. They didn't have like guns in their hands. Like. It's kind of stuff that it would be usually kind of hard to miss, but Yeah,
3: I you know, I got I got I to gotta say, uh young lady. Uh, I didn't I don't I didn't really uh notice anything. Um, Wait,
4: did you didn't you say a couple of the bodies were in body bags? Did you take them out of the body bags?
3: No, cuz I'm not in the habit of 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 messing with the dead. We're already carrying one poor D- dead body around. It wasn't going to desecrate anymore. D- but I guess well, we I could look.
4: Desecrate? did we desecrate a body oh,
3: okay. robot's um, carrying around some poor dead lady
4: well she we can't feel it at it again. Least,
3: right?
1: yeah i'm gonna hold the dead lady up by her head and just kind of like <laughs> waggle it around for everyone. It's like, it's like yes the dead body yes you want to examine
2: more yes it's whoa right whoa here. whoa keep it out of frame keep it out of frame i cannot get another contact content okay. strike
4: okay okay, so we we definitely have to do something uh there's no there's no gun on the floor in here or anything right there's nothing I see that would be uh okay I get I maybe we should go maybe we should go check um I think we go I think we need to go check in the other room
3: there's no there's no other bullet holes just a single bullet hole
4: well we just a
1: single bullet hole yeah
4: uh, okay, um, maybe... I want, okay. I want to
1: I, dig I, out this plug. I here's a great idea. You can think about it on the way to the computer that controls everything in the ship and possibly the oxygen.
3: Mr. Okay, Robot, this, no one is stopping. You
1: can go. We'll catch up.
3: Actually, this feels this like plug. both a terrible
4: idea and a great idea. Maybe we should split up and we two people should go to the control room. Uh, and two people should stay here and maybe grab, maybe check the other bodies and see if their hands will open the other two rooms.
2: Listen, I've got literally so many hours in Space Flight Simulator that I should go to the control room, okay? I got this. If you get those engines started, I can fly this ship. Guaranteed.
4: I, that is a that is a very large amount of um, under as far as I can tell, unearned hubris. Wow, unearned, unearned. Okay. Have All you right. ever? You, have you ever flown an actual real ship ever? Like even even like a, an actual simulator that's not a video game. They're well,
0: basically simulators. I'm going to take that simulators. as in no. I'm you're
4: take basically that as in
3: simulators no. in your right now. Minor league, but you're the best we got right now. Fine. All Go right. Go, robot. Is there a magnet or something I can get this this uh, slug out?
4: Actually, that's a good question. Is it a, is it a slug that is a magnetic metal like steel, or is it like lead, like a straight up lead bullet that's smooshed? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna so-
1: I'm gonna leave the room and uh, drag Astrid like kind of like a teddy bear, like a little <laughs> wood. And um, as I'm leaving, I'm actually gonna set down. I'm gonna kind of like almost ready, but I'm not gonna like activate or do anything with it. I'm just gonna set down my tiny predator drone. I'm gonna say it a few little words and imagine like a robot kind of kissing something, and he's gonna set it down kind of outside of the door, in between one and two rooms in that hallway. Okay.
0: Uh, almost like NFC connection. Like you tap phones and well, yeah, kind of Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so who was going, uh, I assume when you're talking about the control room, you're talking about logistics over here. Yeah, I'm
1: going four. over to nine, eight and 10, that area. Nine, eight, 10. Okay. So I think, um, for XX, reference, Jack's plays is coming with me.
0: Yeah. For <laughs> reference, eight, nine, and 10 are locked. Oh, yep. that won't Got be it. a problem.
2: Okay.
1: Yep.
0: All right. Uh, and then we have um, Astrid and Cobb are sticking around in central uh, the central cargo recreation area. Is that... Yeah. Awesome. i okay. get that bullet out. All right. So uh, you attempt to get the bullet out. We will call it... Um, we'll call it non-magnetized just because that might present an issue if you're firing it into spaceships. it would affect the trajectories and whatnot. Uh, so we'll say some sort of um, heavy non-magnetic uh, metal. A uh, single slug um, small caliber looks like it would probably be from like a small arms, either a, um, a service pistol or a small carbine of some sort. You only see the one round. You only see the one hole, um, and like I said, it was kind of like a chest level or something like that. Um, definitely, sort of like a, a self defense type round. Um, that's we're get we're gonna get like really CSI. If we don't stop right now But that's kind of what you get there The bulkhead did its job It stopped this bullet It didn't go completely through the ship And create like a catastrophic vacuum effect Or anything like that Um, But this does seem A little bit recent just because The hole hasn't been patched or anything like that Is there any evidence that we
3: can Get in CSI about it Uh, it, Can we tell If it passed through A living matter? Like is it Does it look like there's any like blood on it or any like organic material like either in
0: the hole or left on the slug? That's going a little CSI, but maybe uh, Uh, we'll call it difficulty for intelligence or intellect. If you have anything uh, that could help with this, you can add that to it.
4: Can I make this roll as well? We're like we're both hunched over, looking at this this blob of metal.
3: Absolutely, anything that would help. Okay, one d d twenty.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) um, here's what we do with with a one. So I I forgot. I want to. perfect oops so I did want to give everybody experience for uh, being able to access the central room and uh, finding those ciphers and stuff like that now we have uh, a, a stark contrast to things going on here so we're going to start with uh, cob. as you are examining this uh, slug uh, because of the way that it had malformed metal on metal, you know, it expands and everything like that. You have inadvertently um, cut yourself on a sharp part of this metal. So I want to go ahead and say that you take one uh, damage to your might. So you'll just reduce your your might by one. And um, it kind of shocks you and you drop it to the ground. Um, Astrid takes the opportunity to examine it Herself now, because you know, obviously, something got you. Uh, she takes a look, and thankfully, the fresh blood sample that you left on this bullet helps confirm that some of the discoloration on this bullet is um, older blood. So, it does look like uh, this bullet had, um, had passed through something organic. And cause something to bleed.
4: Hmm. It it looks like yeah. This bullet was fired, hit some hit a hit a meat bag of some sort, probably a living one, and then lodged itself in the wall. Are you? By the way, Cobb, are you okay?
3: Yeah. It's you know it's it's fine. I've had bedwars. Oh.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Here. Yeah. This. This. Anyway, um, but uh, what I'm thinking is if none of those bodies died from bullet holes, none of them were bleeding, none of them had wounds, then there's, there might be a fifth person aboard the ship. And they, they might still be alive or they might be dead, but they might have actually done something to the um, the systems on the ship to cause all the other people on the ship to die. Um, um, like a, a sabotage type thing,
3: yeah.
4: Um, and they may be held up actually. If they were, if they had access to a computer to do that, and they were held up someplace, uh, with a gun, uh, in defense, it would probably be the same place our two new friends just headed.
0: Let me, um, let me give you uh, a little piece of, uh, Intellectual candy to waller on while I switch over to logistics. <laughs> You're in the recreation area right now, and you do see like what would be the equivalent of the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Um, it has seven chairs.
4: Uh, are there place settings or cups or any anything that shows that there was maybe a meal or a uh, like a um, a game of no. like spades that was interrupted? Anything like that?
0: nothing like that but you kind of get the impression based upon place settings and everything that this is um this crew's larger than four people
4: okay um uh
0: i'll let you waller on that for a while we're gonna go to logistics